Hello and welcome to Chatting with Mr. Cooper. Today I wanted to discuss some of the technology demographics of my students at McGarry Middle School. I feel it is important to provide a little background knowledge on the students to add some perspective for this discussion. McGarry is a high poverty school with 90% plus of students in the building participating in the free lunch program. Within my five years at the school, the student population has dropped from roughly 540 students to its current 248 students. This drop in student enrollment comes from the highly transient population on the southeast side of Evansville, Indiana, in addition to the choice program that allows students to be bused to any school of their choosing within city limits. During my discussion with my students and the subsequent survey, I discovered some very interesting information about my students. I was aware of some of it prior to this survey, but I still found some very cool, very telling pieces that I think are necessary for me to understand in the integration of technology in my classroom. I do have some specific students that I will be talking about shortly, but I thought it would be a good idea to give a class overview. The group of students that I interviewed are from my 7th grade honors language arts class. This group consists of 25 students, 15 girls, and 10 boys. Since the one-to-one -one initiative put in place throughout the corporation, all students in my classroom have been assigned a Dell netbook, with the exception of one student which I will speak about momentarily. As I'm also teaching a technology class this year, students in this honors class have access to video recording equipment. As I mentioned just a moment ago, 24 of my students in this class have been assigned a netbook for use in class. Of these 24, two are not allowed to take their netbooks home by request of their parents due to concerns of misuse of technology via social networks and online chatting. The one student in my class who was not assigned a netbook has an interesting story. In December, this young man was suspended from another school in the district for misuse of the netbook that was assigned to him. His family decided to have him transferred to McGarry, hoping that a change of environment would solve some of the issues he was having. He is not allowed to use any technology in the building outside of the very specific need to type a paper for class. The absolute irony of the entire situation is that this young man's stepmother is one of my colleagues and has been pushing for more technology professional development and integration in the classroom. Three specific students that I surveyed provided me with the following insight. The first student is a young man named Deontay. Deontay is quite a gifted athlete and a solid A student. He spends much of his time on the basketball court, therefore the specific technologies that he feels most connected with are the ones that travel with him, namely his cell phone and iPod. Texting, which he states he does all day long, is how he stays connected to his friends. He does spend a couple hours after school on his netbook listening to music, chatting, and working on his homework. Along with this, he manages to watch ESPN Sports Center and get in an hour of video games on his Xbox 360. All of this technology in addition to the two basketball leagues he plays in and the time he spends with his family. Courtney is a 13-year-old girl. She is very much like Deontay in that the time is spent traveling do, doing what she loves, which in her case is racing. She spends a lot of her time at the local racetrack where she drag races. Her phone, she says, is important to her, yet she states that she spends only about 30 minutes a day talking or texting her friends. She also has an iPod, which she takes with her everywhere. Currently, she is a cast member of McGarry's Spring Musical and uses her iPod to help her practice the songs she must perform. In her free time, Courtney watches a couple of hours of reality television, specifically the music competition shows such as American Idol. On this survey that I have given, Courtney has the highest number of hours spent on a computer outside of school. She says that if you added up everything she does on her computer, from homework to online chatting, it would be roughly six hours. The last student that I want to talk about is a young man by the name of Wanye. In addition to being in my class, Wanye travels to the boys basketball team, which I coach, as our manager. 
His duties include maintaining a Google document of attendance, free throw percentages, and various other statistics. On the survey, Wanyi stated that he never plays video games, yet when I asked about the technology he had access to, he told me he had an Xbox 360. What I discovered was Wanyi uses the Xbox to access Netflix, while his younger brother is the one who plays the video games. He says that he spends up to three hours after school watching various TV shows or movies. He also uses his netbook outside of school to chat online with friends. These three specific students, as well as several other students in this class, brought forth a very interesting point during our discussion. They wanted to know why students were assigned netbooks and there is only one thirty set of iPads in the building. In their minds, they felt it would have made more sense to have each student assigned an iPad and provide a classroom set of netbooks for assignments that required typing. Outside of word processing, my students saw no benefit to having a netbook over an iPad. And as I thought about this, it makes a lot of sense. Our iPads have cameras on them just as the netbooks do. Students could search the web, record their voices, listen to music, and even play games on an iPad, all things they do on their netbooks. The only answer I could really come up with was cost. That's it for this installment of Chatting with Mr. Cooper. Thank you for listening.